This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Army may have gotten a little overzealous in eliminating legacy systems, according to Senate appropriators. A federal agency gets a thumbs up for its cyber efforts from the Inspector General. And one senator is concerned that USDA's relocation of two of its bureaus is starting to affect operations. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Senate Appropriations Committee is unhappy with the way the Army handled its night court process. Night court was a method the service used throughout all of its programs to cut out legacy systems it didn't need. That money was then reprogrammed into modernization efforts. The committee says it wants more notice of what programs will be cut and more communication with the Army about the process to hedge against waste. The Army is doubling down to ensure it's making the most of its troves of data. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. As part of the Program Executive Office for Enterprise Information Systems, or PEOEIS, reorganization, the Army named a new project manager for data. Cherie Smith, the Program Executive Officer for PEOEIS, said last week that Colonel R.J. McKesh will be the project manager for Army data and analytic platforms. He will focus on improving Army information readiness and data agility to facilitate fact-based and informed decision-making. The new organization is still in its planning phase, but the goal is to align the PMRDAP under the Assistant PEO for Business Mission Area within the next year. I'm Jason Miller. Ryan McCarthy is unanimously confirmed as the next Army Secretary. McCarthy served in an acting role as head of the Army after former Army Secretary Mark Esper took over as Defense Secretary in June. He previously worked for Lockheed Martin, focusing on the integration of the F-35 and working the company's global security policy. The Navy confirms Federal News Network's report of a new IT leader for the Navy and Marine Corps. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains. The Department of the Navy announces Aaron Weiss as its new Chief Information Officer. Weiss will be responsible for the service's Chief Technology Officer, Chief Data Officer, Chief Digital Information Officer, and Chief Information Security Officer. Wise's mission is to integrate key Navy and Marine Corps IT initiatives to support troops and to increase IT talent across the Naval services. Wise was a former advisor to the Defense Department CIO. He holds a Master's in Business Administration from Villanova University and a Bachelor of Arts from the University of Illinois. I'm Scott Massioni. Veterans Affairs says it will implement a new appointment scheduling solution at its medical facilities by 2025, two years later than VA initially told Congress. VA says it makes sense to deploy a scheduling system from Cerner, the same contractor it's using to implement a new electronic health record. The department says it's already purchased the Cerner licenses for the scheduling system. VA says the new solution is similar to the commercial product it piloted successfully at a medical facility in Ohio back in 2015. Some good news on the IRS cyber front. Though the agency faces more than a million cyber intrusion attempts every day, the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration has found it's also thwarted recent cases of ransomware. James Jackson, Deputy IG for Investigations, said the IRS has managed to stay ahead of evolving cyber threats and has run tabletop exercises to prepare for cyber incidents. The agency has also teamed up with the IG's office to protect against insider threats. 
The federal CIO Council is making it easier to find and understand federal technology policies. The Council launched a redesigned website on Friday with a new policy and priorities catalog detailing 19 items such as A130, data center optimization, and several others. Federal CIO Suzette Kent wrote in a blog post that the Council took a customer-focused approach to the content and information architecture as part of the redesign. She says by interviewing stakeholders, conducting user testing, and looking at visitor data, the Council determined what information users were looking for and how to approach design so that they could find it quickly and easily. The General Services Administration would be able to purchase public buildings through public-private partnerships under a bill introduced by Congressman Mark Meadows and Greg Pence. If passed, the bill would direct GSA to identify five to ten projects where the public-private partnership concept could potentially be used. Meadows and Pence said the bill would help the agency go through a backlog of construction and renovation projects. At least one senator says workforce gaps at the agriculture research bureaus moving to Kansas City are delaying research. Senate Agriculture Committee ranking member Debbie Stabenow says the USDA relocation is delaying implementation of the Farm Bill. She says the National Institute of Food and Agriculture has not finished handing out all appropriated grant money. Reports due from the Economic Research Service are behind as well. USDA says it predicted and planned for some attrition due to the Kansas City relocation, but said it wouldn't compromise research and mission activities. There will be new training for federal employees who handle Freedom of Information Act requests. The Justice Department's Office of Information Policy has launched new training courses for FOIA personnel at every level of experience. The series of courses will begin in October and wrap up in July 2020. And federal employees can now donate unused annual leave to their colleagues impacted by Hurricane Dorian. The Office of Personnel Management is setting up an emergency leave transfer program to help over 3,100 federal employees in Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and four states. OPM Director Dale Cabanis said the Departments of Homeland Security, Justice, Housing and Urban Development, and Veterans Affairs all requested an emergency leave program be established. Impacted employees must first request donated leave. Agencies will then transfer it to affected and qualified employees. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 